How's it going? Uh, I got my cup of tea, I got my microphone running, so this is Clone the Radio, and I am your host, Joseph Alex. This is the show where I turn on the microphone and I ramble for a while and just talk about what I'm doing with music as Clone 334, or, you know, any random topic that happens to be at the top of my head. And now I also have album recommendations at the end of the show. If you hate the sound of my voice, but like the music I listen to, you can just skip to that, I guess. I apologize for always talking about this at the beginning of the show, but I don't know. It's important, I guess, to me. Yeah, it's been crazy. I I promised last episode that the show was going to start coming out every week, which is still a huge goal. That's something that I'm completely committed to and working towards, thanks to help from Nika editing as well, definitely making that possible. But last week's episode definitely came out a week late, and who knows when this episode will come out. We'll just have to wait and see when it actually comes out and you're listening to this. But last episode I complained about power being out and, and everything, Uh, for like two days well I had about one day to record and I sent sent that episode off and Nika edited it it was ready to go up on time but I actually a tree in my yard fell it took out the power line the phone line the internet everything Uh, was across the road nobody could get to their houses for like two days until we got it off the power line the power company came out uh it was just it was nuts it was like this freak storm and it's just been a crazy week i've been (sighs) all right here's here's a story for you guys this is fucking nuts so the the tree fell and i I have a uh, chainsaw for just such an incident and the chainsaw ran fine like I, i bought it and i've used it this is only the second time i've used it we were able to get the tree off the road and everything. But the saw will like only run if you're holding the throttle. Which is not great if you've ever run a chainsaw. You, you want to be able to like take your finger off of it and you know have the chain stop and walk around and stuff. But we were able to get it off the road and then there's like a whole bunch of other tree left on like on the edges of the road and in my yard that needs cleaned up so i wanted to take the saw into the shop get it tuned up well every shop is like completely backed up because i guess everybody has a tree down or they're really slow or something like that so after the a couple guys were like pretty rude on the phone didn't want to answer questions or anything i figured you know what A month ago I didn't know how to build a PC and I completely tore mine apart and rebuild it and it's working fine and I did that all from reading stuff reading articles and watching YouTube videos so I started pulling up videos of like these country guys with chainsaws telling you stuff and 
I found one that was pretty much the problem I've been having with my saw and they said to tune the carburetor and it's just two little like screws you don't have to take a cover off or anything all you have to do is like adjust it so that it idles right but it has this weird like 21 spline fitting on it so and then it takes this special like screwdriver and i was like oh well i'll just go buy one of those screwdrivers so we went to like tractor supply and i bought like a new saw blade and like gas mix and all this stuff and i couldn't find the screwdrivers so like i got this guy like and he didn't know anything about it and they said like oh go to lowe's and I went to Lowe's and they didn't know anything about it. Couldn't find anybody to help me. And then like waste of an hour in there looking around that nobody knows where it's at. So then we had a few other errands to run. We ran and we ended up going to this saw shop and the guy told me that he is not allowed to sell me that screwdriver. That's a $10,000 fine. If he gives me that tool to work on my own saw that I bought to like turn a tiny screw on it. And I was like, all right, well, I'll see what I can do. Maybe I'll bring the saw into you tomorrow. And he was like being real rude. Like he acted like there was no way that I could know what was wrong with the saw without his help. And I went out in the parking lot and pulled up my phone and bought the screwdriver on Amazon for $6. So there you go. Everybody wonders why people buy shit online and aren't using actual physical stores. And that's why <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare <laughs> not i'm not here to talk about saws today let's move on to the actual topic of today's episode i was on facebook which is something i try not to do too much but it's inevitable and one of my friends was talking about an experience they had in art school and it's been a continual thought throughout throughout their life and their their art career um, successful art career I would say actually and I don't want to call out I, I do this on the show a lot where I'll talk about someone and a problem they talked about and I don't necessarily want to call them out by name saying oh this person has this problem by the way, go check out their stuff. So I like to keep it a little bit ambiguous and talk about the issue without like calling them out directly. I know they posted it on Facebook and everything, but it just feels weird to me to like connect their art for new listeners that may have just heard about them to like this problem that they're having. So that's why I'm not telling you who it is, I guess. But they were talking about how in art school, Basically, a professor told them that they couldn't paint, that they weren't good at it. And they focused in on painting and were going to like prove everybody wrong. And they painted all the time and they really enjoyed it, but they never got like amazing, I guess. And the professors continued to not like what they were doing. And then at some point, a teacher, professor, somebody told them that I think the line that they quoted was, you know, you don't have to paint. So then they kind of had this realization that, oh, I'm focusing on this thing that I'm not 
that nobody thinks I'm good at. And they kind of changed and they started doing more like mixed media, other projects, photography, a lot of really cool stuff that they are good at. And I, I guess that kind of maybe changed the minds of the professor and they enjoyed doing that stuff as well. And we're getting a lot better response for it. And their question or the point of their post now was they were like thinking about painting again and how that fits into their life like you know if, if they're not good at it should they do it you know should you practice for 20 years or 50 years on something if you never see actual improvement it's such a weird idea in my mind because they clearly showed an enjoyment of painting but everybody was so critical of them that they pushed them away from that and I feel like in my own music career, I, I see a lot of parallels with that. I've always enjoyed techno, but I've never been great at just making straight up dance floor tracks that DJs would want to play, you know, buy and play in Berlin or something. So I've always just made the music that I enjoyed making while not really caring what anybody thought about it and, or if I fit into like the actual paradigm for what a techno track should be. So as I'm thinking about their paintings, I've actually seen some of the stuff they've painted, like a few things, and I thought that it was great. You know, I definitely thought that their paintings were better than anything that I could ever do. You know, maybe if I practiced for 10 years like they did, I could get to that level. But I didn't see anything wrong with the paintings that they had done. You know, they had a unique style and sure, they weren't like Bob Ross or, you know, some perfect like replica of the Mona Lisa or something like that. But they were unique and original to the artist that made them. And, and I thought that that was interesting, I guess. Another part of it, too, is like, what is your goal with art? So for me, yeah, I want to play shows. I want to tour. I want to have a lot of fans listening to it so that I can quit my shitty day job and just make music. But ultimately, I make it because I enjoy doing it. And then everything else is kind of secondary to that. So my thought for what they should do about painting is if they like painting they should do it it, it kind of ties into what we were talking about last week too with side projects i don't think as an artist that you have to be tied to one medium you know you could do a bunch of paintings on the side because you enjoy it and i think that doing those paintings are going to inspire other ideas for other media that you might be better at I think that not painting because people tell you you're bad at it is the worst reason ever to not paint. And if I had quit making dance tracks because people didn't think they were dancey enough or didn't think they would work on a dance floor, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I'm not actually making dance tracks or straight up techno tracks anymore but I still got that experience from working on those tracks and I learned what worked for my music and what didn't work 
and I was able to eventually form my own style of this sort of pseudo dance music that's beat driven, but not necessarily something for a club in New York or Berlin. And I think that my advice to any artist that's not sure what they should be doing is to do everything that you want to do. If you enjoy painting, then you should probably be painting. You know, if it brings you some sort of happiness, then I think that that's a worthwhile thing. And yeah, maybe you're not going to be hung in some prestigious museum and maybe people won't be like staring at your painting thinking that, oh wow, that looks like it could be a photograph. But I don't think that that's the goal of every painting. I think the painting is to express yourself in a feeling that you're having at that time that you made it. Same with music. You know, maybe you're just really sad for one month of your life and you made an album during that time and that captured the feeling of that sadness and maybe you never feel that way again in your life, but you got it out through that that music or that painting and I, th I think that's a worthwhile endeavor maybe it doesn't have to be some kind of sadness or depression or anything like that maybe it's just a feeling of curiosity or some weird topic that you have stuck in your head and getting it out through a painting or or a song is is a good way to do it I know that's what I do with all my music. I just get some topic or some idea stuck in my head and then I'm just not satisfied until I've made some sort of sound or album to go with it. It's kind of another parallel, I guess, would be like making some sort of noise album where, yeah, I'm a beat-oriented, like, synthesizer music kind of person. But every once in a while, I just get this like feeling like, oh man, I, I have to make this weird noise album. I'm not going to be able to do anything else until I get this out of my system. And then I do it, and then I kind of go back to what I'm better at with the beats and, and everything else. So if you're an, an artist that normally does photography or mixed media or some kind of something else other than traditional painting, but you have the nagging urge to do some traditional paintings, then I think your art's gonna suffer if you don't take the time to satisfy that urge to do the traditional paintings for a bit. You know, you can maybe, maybe you don't focus on them 100%, you knock a couple out over a week and then you get back to what you normally do. But I think trying to hold that in because people are critical of you is not going to help you in your life at all. So I think that it's so easy to say like, fuck the haters or something like that. But those negative comments can really, they can really make you feel bad whether you care about the people that are saying that or not. You know, you want to feel justified in what you're doing, but at the same time, those people who don't like what you're doing aren't your fans, you know? So when I make an album, I know that it's a Clone 334 album. 
and if somebody doesn't like it then maybe they're not really a fan of what I'm doing or they don't get it. It's such a hard topic because you don't want to waste your time making art that's not good but if you don't spend the time messing up then you're never going to get better. But I think the point of their original post was that it would take them a long time to get better or they weren't necessarily sure that they would get better or wanted to get better. And I think that, I think maybe that's not the point of making art either. I think the point of making art is if you're happy doing it, then you should do it. There's this whole um, culture that art should have some kind of value to a consumer and I'm not sure that that's necessarily correct. Maybe some art history major can write me an email and correct me, but I feel like a lot of famous artists weren't popular or successful during their time. Even in music, I, I think like Beethoven, I, I swear I've heard that he just died poor and now he's like one of the, the names in like classical music, like you just, everybody knows who he is so I think that if your goal is just to be commercially successful then maybe you do want to focus on what the fans or or what the audience is telling you to do but I think that if you want to be happy with yourself as a person and as an artist that you should do what you want to do and then worry about finding the audience for it and if there is no audience for it, then at least you did it and you had fun doing it. And now you can do something else or you could do both things. And I feel like I've rambled on about that for a while. So I think it's time to move on to our album recommendations for this episode. <laughs> Okay guys, the first album that I wanted to tell you about this week is called Music for Plants EP and it's by Modular Moose and I actually played a show with him last month. He does like live modular stuff. He was showing me his rig. He's got like a keyboard in there now. Uh, that's really cool. He like plays out some of the melody lines now live which I think is like unique for, for some modular people. His music's really atmospheric and ha really has a mood to it without being, you know, a lot of times atmospheric draws up this ambient thing in our minds where nothing is going on. But I really like ambient music where things are going on, but there's just not drums or in-your-face melodies. So I really recommend Modular Moose for anybody that likes chilled out synthesizer music and I really like like music for plants and he also has uh, another new one that's for generative soundscapes and exercise and randomness which I really appreciate the experimental nature of something like that uh, another album I want to tell you guys about is by Noveller and this one's called A Pink Sunset for No One and I've been listening to Noveller, uh, her older album, 
was called Fantastic Planet. And I've had that on my iPod for a while. And then this new one came out in February and I bought it as well. And what's so awesome about her music is that it's all guitar, it's all made with guitars. And I don't think I even realized that when I bought Fantastic Planet. And I was just kind of like looking at the artist description for uh, A Pink Sunset for No One. And it's talking about how Novella is a filmmaker and a guitarist. And then I like went back and I started listening to everything. And it's just the most atmospheric, the most really cool guitar stuff but it's actually like effects out or I'm not sure what she's using to get the effect but I actually thought that this album was synthesizer music but it's made with guitars so I thought that that was an awesome thing and I like music that breaks down barriers like that because a lot of people think of a guitar and and they think they have to play a guitar in a certain way and I really appreciate that she's doing something new and interesting with the guitar. So those are my two album recommendations for this week. A Pink Sunset for No One by Noveller and Music for Plants EP by Modular Moose. And I guess without any further rambling, I hope that this episode was inspirational to you in your own artwork and if you want to send me an email about anything in this episode or anything you'd like to hear in a future episode you can send that to leviathan sushi at gmail.com or you can hit me up on twitter at clone 334 um i'm joseph alex and this has been clone the radio see you next week Sir, see, see, see.